Good morning. This is Eileen Epps Hamilton within the Word Ministries, and I'd like to welcome you to this week's edition of Morning Reflections, where we help you begin your day with God. Today, we continue our study in Back to Basics, Back to Basics, and we've come to the letter D. So today, we're going to talk about God's Discipline. I give you three scriptures that come out of the wisdom book of the Bible, which is Proverbs. Proverbs 10, 17 reads, Whoever heeds discipline shows the way to life, but whoever ignores correction leads others astray. Proverbs 12 and 1 says, Whoever loves discipline loves knowledge. But whoever hates correction is stupid. And finally, Proverbs 13, 1. A wise son heeds his father's instruction, but a mocker does not respond to rebuke. When was the last time you asked God to discipline you? As human beings, we are by nature pain-averse. We quickly ask God to remove anything we feel is uncomfortable or unpleasant. This includes time when he chooses to discipline us. The writer of Hebrew shares how God uses discipline to strengthen us, to facilitate our spiritual growth and development. At the beginning of the coronavirus, I shared with many of you a chart on potential responses we could have to um, the virus itself and how we can handle that. We could either move into a fear zone, a learning zone, or a growth zone, but that choice would be up to us. Since that time, we have new hills that we have climbed. Tension erupts and as racial tension explodes in both peaceful demonstrations and destructive rioting. We've just seen so much happen as a result and the beginning point being the coronavirus. People have asked me if these events are God's way of getting our attention. They ask, is God disciplining us as a nation? While I don't know the mind of God, I do know that there is a natural consequence for sin. And Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of sin is death, but the first and free gift of God is eternal life. Could that be what we are currently experiencing? The natural consequence of sin? What I do know also is that the biblical record shows that God will use events and he will use circumstances to help accomplish his will. God also allows circumstances in our lives that conform us to the image of Christ. Problems and difficulties tend to bring us closer to God and in position to hear his voice. That's why it's important to be intentional in our prayer life and in reading God's word, especially during difficult times. Selfishness and social injustice has existed since the beginning of mankind. These are not God's doing. 
However, God will use every opportunity to help us understand that He is still God and the sustainer of life, even life lived disobediently. What exactly is biblical discipline? In the New Testament, discipline or chastisement is defined as training in proper conduct for the purpose of better behavior. Training in proper conduct for the purpose of better behavior. In the Old Testament, the word carried a similar meaning with greater emphasis on correction and is viewed as a blessing from God. Psalm 94, 12 and 13 reads, Blessed is the man whom you discipline, O Lord, and whom you teach out of your law to give him rest for days of trouble until a pit is dug for the wicked. Deuteronomy 8 and 5 says, Know then in your heart that as a man disciplines his son, the Lord your God disciplines you. How do we feel about discipline? Our opinion of discipline, either positive or negative, has been greatly influenced by how we received discipline as a child. It began with our relationship with our parents and then transitioned into our school experiences. Even today, our early encounters with discipline can impact our receptivity to or our rejection of feedback from others, especially our employers. However, God's discipline is very different. I mentioned earlier about the writer of Hebrews. In Hebrews 12 and 11, it says, For the moment of all discipline seems painful rather than pleasant, but later it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness to those who are being trained by it. For the moment, all discipline seems painful rather than pleasant, but later it yields the peaceable fruit of righteousness to those who are trained by it. The author shares our general feeling about discipline. No discipline seems pleasant at the time, but painful. However, when viewed from a spiritual perspective, with God as our disciplinarian, we can consider a different viewpoint. Later on, however, it produces a harvest of righteousness and peace for those who are trained by it. So why do we need God's discipline? Number one, it's a sign of God's love and the believer's sonship. As believers, we need to understand that we are children and heirs of God. While we quickly embrace this relationship when asking for blessings and protection, we must also be respectful and accepting when God administers discipline. Number two, it is designed to both correct and prevent sin in the life of the believer. Just as an earthly father corrects his child, our omniscient fathers sees influences and behaviors in our lives that may cause physical or spiritual harm. Therefore, he will exercise spiritual discipline to protect us. And finally, it will result in repentance and submission by the believer. Spiritual discipline is not designed 
are designated to harm or destroy us. It is to solicit repentance, which means to turn away from, to turn away from our sinful behavior and to return us to him. During spiritual discipline, we turn to God for direction and guidance, who then redirects us in the path of righteousness. So why do we need it? It is a sign of God's love and the believer's sonship. It is designed to both correct and prevent sin in our life, and it will result in repentance and submission by the believer. Although spiritual discipline may not be joyous, it is not intended as, as a punishment for sin. Jesus Christ as our substitute received on the cross the full penalty and punishment that should have been for each of us. Remember God's discipline is a reflection of his love and then meditate on this teaching penned by King Solomon. My child, do not despise the Lord's discipline or be weary in his reproof, for the Lord reproves the one he loves as a father, the son in whom he delights. And if you would like to better understand God's discipline and know and feel the benefit of his bringing you back to him, I invite you today to establish a personal relationship with him. It's real easy. Just go to our website, itwministries.org, and cling, click on the invitation tab, and the instructions will go from there. If you have any questions or comments or would like to talk about it more, please um, go to our website and click on the Contact Us tab, and we can have a conversation about it. That's it for today. Um, share this podcast with your friends and family, and you have a joyous week, and we'll see you next week on Morning Reflections. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm.